Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello again from Romania. I hope you're doing well and having a good week. It's a nice uh, rainy morning here in Romania. Last week, we looked at our fifth message from the book of Ephesians called Children of God. Today, we will look at the sixth message from the book of Ephesians called Our Foundation, which is found in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 20 and 22. This will be our last message from Ephesians chapter 2. Let's read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 20 through 22 and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit." In these three verses, we learn of our foundation as the body of Christ. What is the foundation of the New Testament church or the body of Christ? Is it religious traditions and creeds, the church fathers, a religious organization, or something else? Let's find out today. Today we will see the Bible tells us clearly how the church started and what its foundation is. First, Jesus Christ is the cornerstone. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, let's read that again. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Let's read three passages in the Bible that tell us that Jesus Christ is the cornerstone, the very beginning and author of the foundation of the church. Let's read two verses in the Old Testament that prophesied that Jesus would be the cornerstone. Isaiah chapter 28 verse 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. That's a prophecy about the Lord Jesus Christ. And then Psalms 118 and verse 22. The stone which the builders refused is become the head stone of the corner. In the New Testament, Peter tells us this stone is Christ. Acts chapter 4 verses 10 through 12. Be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So Jesus Christ is the cornerstone, not Peter, not a pope, or anything or anyone else. Jesus Christ gave his life for the church, and he was the first fruit of the resurrection. 
Peter did not die to save man or establish the church. Christ did. He alone is worthy of such a title. Jesus Christ will build the church. He laid the foundation and he will complete it. He is well prepared for such a work, for he laid the very foundations of the heaven and earth. Psalms 102 verse 25, Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. Jesus Christ is our rock, a solid foundation to build upon. Building upon this world is like building upon sand. It will crumble and fall. But building upon Christ is sure and will stand forever. Let's look at that in Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me, and heareth my sayings, and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house, and digged deep, and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house, and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth, and doeth not, is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Our personal life, family, and church need to be built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. With such a strong foundation, we can be sure our work for God will last. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 9 through 16. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ." Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? So it says in verse 11, For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Our foundation needs to be upon the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ. We read again in 1 Peter how Christ should be our foundation. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 5-8 through 8. Ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Sion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. 
and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. So Jesus Christ is the cornerstone, the rock, upon which we should be building the church and our life. Second today, Ephesians chapter 2 tells us this foundation was also built upon the apostles and prophets. So Jesus Christ is the cornerstone. He bought the church with his blood. He is the author and the very beginning of the church. Ephesians now mentions the prophets and apostles. Let's read that in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Why did God give the prophets and apostles to us? God gave us the prophets and apostles to give us his word, the Bible, which is a foundation of doctrine and truth. Christ is the cornerstone. He began the church and will finish it. He gave us the prophets and apostles to confirm his word, work, and give us the scriptures. Let's read Ephesians chapter 3, verse 5 which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. Let's read Second Peter chapter 1, verses 19 through 21. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, unto the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. For example, Jesus quoted the Old Testament scriptures that the prophets of old wrote through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's read that in John chapter 7, verses 37 through 39. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. The apostles confirmed and proved they were speaking the words of God by their powerful miracles and deeds. That was the primary reason God gave them the gift of miracles, to prove they were really speaking the words of God. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through Christ, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works." And then Acts chapter 26, verses 22 and 23. Having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day, witnessing both to small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Christ should suffer, and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead, and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. The early church had apostles and prophets. These prophets either spoke the words of God through the Holy Spirit, 
some of which became scripture, or they prophesied, which can mean simply preaching the word of God. So part of the foundation of the church is the word of God and the preaching of the word of God. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 through 13 speak again of these apostles and prophets. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 through 13. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So the body of Christ has a firm foundation that has stood the test of time and troubles. It has gone through the fire and remains. The author of the church, the very foundation of the church, the body of Christ, is Christ himself. He is the cornerstone, and the foundation was built upon the apostles and prophets, which we now have as Scripture. We can continue building upon this foundation by teaching, preaching, and believing in the words of God. Let's read once more Ephesians chapter 2, verses 20 through 22. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. So that is a quick look about the foundation of the church. Next week, if God allows, we will look at another message from the book of Ephesians. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you will build your life upon the foundation of Jesus Christ.